Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, we'll take stock of Aetna. The insurance giant says it's going to stop selling health insurance through most of the exchanges that were created by the Affordable Care Act because they're losing money. They say they lost $430 million on the Obamacare plans in the first half of the year. We'll be speaking to Les Fundleiter from E-Squared Asset, one of the best of the best on this in the business. Another one, one of the best and best in the business, as our own Charlie Pallett. He's in the Bloomberg Newsroom with the Bloomberg Business Flash. And I thank you, Kathleen Hayes. Thank you, Pim Fox. Aetna shares down now by four-tenths of one percent, one eighteen seventy right now on shares of Aetna. Home Depot posted second quarter profit up 9.3%, also boosted its earnings forecast for the year as Americans continue to spree of spending on their houses. Michael Lasser is an analyst at Home Depot. He was interviewed today on Bloomberg Radio. Characterize this as an inline quarter. And yes, they did slow sequentially, but that was fully expected. The first quarter was benefited from some abnormally warm weather in the spring. So this is more typical of what you're going to find at this state of the cycle. We do think that we're still in the middle stages of the home improvement cycle, and this can last for a while. So 5.4% growth that they saw in the U.S. is a good number. And Home Depot shares, they're down now by six-tenths of one percent. Rival Lowe's down three-tenths of one percent. Cintas Corp buying G&K Services, Inc. in a $2.2 billion tie-up of providers of workplace uniforms and corporate apparel. Shares of both companies are advancing. Right now, we have got G&K. It is surging 18.1%. Cintas is up 5.9%. Haynes Celestial Group, a supplier of organic and natural products to Whole Foods Market and other grocers, plunging the most in more than 15 years after delaying financial results on accounting concern and abandoning its full-year targets. Hain is down now by 26.8%. Again, S&P down 9 to 2180, a drop there of 4 tenths of 1%. The Dow down 68, also a drop of 4 tenths of 1%. Gold up 5 tenths of 1% to 1349 the ounce. 232 on Wall Street. Now a look at the other stories making news. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. It's day two of a scheduled three-day trial involving Donald Trump in West Palm Beach, Florida. Bloomberg's Bob Moon reports. Golfers claim the billionaire real estate tycoon shafted them on membership dues, but Trump, in a video deposition, contended his words shouldn't always be taken at face value because sometimes, as he put it, it's called negotiation. He conceded he told some members that despite what their contract said, they were no longer welcome to use the facilities while they awaited refunds after he took over what's now Trump National Golf Club, Jupiter. And while he's boasted in the past... I think I've been very good for golf. I've taken places that were in trouble, and I've turned them around. He said in his deposition his son handled negotiations with members... And he didn't exactly know what the letter he sent out actually meant. Bob Moon, Bloomberg Radio. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards is describing the deadly flooding in the state as historic and unprecedented. He reassured residents today that emergency crews are working around the clock to help anyone in trouble. Nobody has been forgotten. Uh, it is a, this is a very difficult uh, situation to get response out as, as quickly as we would like to. 
The flooding has killed eight people and affected at least 40,000 homes. Pennsylvania's Attorney General Democrat Kathleen Kane has resigned one day after her perjury conviction in a grand jury leak case. Kane was accused of leaking grand jury secrets to embarrass a rival prosecutor who she blamed for a critical news article. And a man suspected of gunning down an imam and his friend as they left a New York City mosque will be in court today. Police have charged Oscar Morel with second-degree murder and criminal possession of a weapon. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Ramey Innocencio. This is Bloomberg. Charlie. And we thank you. And again, recapping the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all moving lower. S&P 500 index down 9 to 2180, a drop there of five-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pelleton. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Health care and the Affordable Care Act, Aetna, which covers about 900,000 people through the Affordable Care Act exchanges, is the third major insurer to pull back from these marketplaces. United Health Group said in April it plans to pull out in most states. And just last month, Humana said it's going to cut back its offerings to just a handful of counties. Here to tell us more about this development is Les Funtleiter. He is the health care portfolio manager for E-Squared Asset, and he joins us now. Les, thanks very much for being with us. Thank you for having me. All right. Now, when you wrote your book in 2009, Healthcare Investing, Profiting from the New World of Pharma, Biotech, and Healthcare Services, did you foresee a time when the major insurance companies would pull out of these government exchanges? Well, when I wrote the book, we were just entering into the Obamacare negotiations, and I had uh, I had hoped that the uh, government wouldn't have gone the exchange route because I didn't think that that was a uh, viable strategy. Uh, but when they did it, then I thought maybe there was a chance as long as uh, the incentives to keep people in the exchanges were strong enough. Uh, but what's happened subsequently is the the penalties aren't high enough um, to uh, push the healthy into the exchanges. And we've gotten a bad case of adverse selection, which has caused the major insurers to lose a lot of money, and now they're all pulling out. So is this mean? does this mean, though, that uh, penalties have to be higher? It seems to me uh, that another problem, less quite frankly, talking to people who have to find health care in the exchanges, uh, it isn't just the penalties. Most of them don't want to pay them. It's they look at it and say, wow, it's going to cost me, what, four or $500 a month, maybe $300. i am going to have to have like a, a $5,000, $6,000 out of pocket. They just say, this is still very expensive. Right. Well, that that's the key problem, and that was, that was the the uh, where the penalties were designed to uh, overcome that is that it's worth paying the penalty because it's less expensive than buying health insurance if you had deductibles and coinsurance and the premiums themselves. And so, quite frankly, the insurance on the exchange, even at the very lowest level, even with subsidies, is. Uh, out of reach for a lot of people other than the people who, for whom insurance is completely subsidized. Well, Les, the Department of Health and Human Services argues that the companies should really just blame themselves because they set premiums too low. Does that make any sense? Uh, well, the, the government put together a bunch, what's called the three R's, which are basically risk adjustments to help encourage insurance companies because they didn't have experience on the exchanges before to enter the markets. So they didn't have, uh, uh, any experience 
And I would add also that the exchanges, and this I think is the government's fault, is based on something of a faulty premise that there are a lot of healthy young people that wanted to buy uh, insurance, and that turned out not to be the case. So it is true that they set them low, but they were encouraged to set them low. And now in order to make a profit, they have to, or at least uh, break even, they have to uh, raise insurance to the point where premiums are unaffordable. And you're seeing that with Aetna today, but as you uh, noted, uh, Yamana and United have also pulled out of the exchanges, and it would seem to me that uh, there will be more to come. Interesting. I know I saw a study uh, a couple years into um, the Affordable Care Act noting that actually younger people are much more likely to avail themselves of mental health services, and that was actually erasing any savings that might have come by enrolling more more younger people. What about if the, uh, if the exchanges weren't state by state? Would it help if it was just one national exchange? There's that excuse, oh, well, why would you pay the same for a heart transplant in Georgia as New York City? But, you know, you do that with car insurance. Why isn't it that way with health care? Uh, well, it's it's because there are each each state has its own insurance uh, commissioner, and they're in charge with uh, making sure that the uh, plans are viable. Although I would have advocated something like a Federal Reserve system hmm. uh, with regional insurers as opposed to a state by state. Uh, but of course, that, I'm not. It's not frontliner care; it's Obamacare, and so. Um, I think that uh, what you have, and you certainly have it with some, there are some startup healthcare insurers trying to make a go of it too, is that uh, younger patients, to your point, do uh, are utilizers more than they had thought, but a lot of them, a lot of the young ones, are actually staying on their parents' insurance until they're 26. So you're sort of, and then hopefully they're employed and they're on employee, employer insurance. So you're really losing out on a lot of um, the healthy people to offset the sick people who, now that insurance is available, are joining onto the plans. And I'd also add that it appears that a lot of people get sick, get insurance, and then once they're well, they hop off the uh, exchange. And we've seen a lot of that uh, happening, and there doesn't seem to be a remedy for that. Uh, uh, Les, just a, just a quick thought from you, because um, remember the merger that was supposed to happen with Humana and Aetna? That's been nixed by the Justice Department. Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren coming out. What did she say today about this? Well, she said something to the effect of, you know, it looked like a quid pro quo on the part of Aetna. We'll stay in the exchanges if you let our deal go through. And now that the FTC has said um, no to the deal, or at least no, at this, not at this moment, uh, that Aetna is pulling out of the exchanges. And uh, Warren essentially said, well, you know, you can argue about this deal, but you should stay in and not, you know, uh, put people's lives at risk. But uh, Aetna's losing a lot of money, and I, I'm not sure that they're altruistically obligated to stay on exchanges. All right, we're going to leave it there. Les Fundleiter, thank you so very much for joining us talking about Aetna leading some, leading some more of the big insurance exchanges. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Celebrity Motor Car Company, the luxury of BMW, the performance of Maserati, the innovation of Lexus. Walk the red carpet and get the status you deserve at the Celebrity Motor Car Company. Visit CelebrityMotorCar.com.